you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And uh, today we're talking about... Do I have to? Then we don't have to. We can stop right now. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, do you want to talk about trial deck prices instead? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> do not. <laughs> so we made we've made fun of things like Token Ronbu. Uh, we can't avoid all of them. Bang Dream, Shaman King. These are like technically clans in the world of Vanguard. We didn't even talk about Hello Happy World, which is like an almost real Bang Dream deck. Yeah, because most of the time they don't top, but that's true. But then something happened and uh, they topped. Yeah, I blame Toronto. In yeah, particular, Canada. Yeah, in particular, it's uh, what is it? Yeah, uh, so we Shaman saw. King. Yeah, we saw some Shaman King in the BRO, I think, uh, in one particular match. Uh, but in the top eight of Toronto, there were two of them. Yep. Uh, one was a uh, Yo Asakura, and the other one was Tauren, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that the, is that, that character? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I haven't watched Shaman King since the original one. I haven't seen Shaman King at all, so you me know. neither. I don't so, know who these people are. Because this is a clan we've never covered ever, ever, ever. We kind of we should probably say what the clan does, which is not something I thought we'd be doing. Um, okay, so the l- l- let's start with the the two cards we got here. So let's start with the the TD card, Yo Asakura. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the the I got I, I this looks like a main character guy, so I'm gonna assume this is a main character because uh, he's on the TD also. So they all have these Oversoul abilities that have um, usually related to some unit. And this card in this in this case, it's Amitamaru. Uh, you put a rear guard with that card name into your soul, draw a card, and this gets all your front row units to pull up power plus 5,000. And then when it attacks, if your damage zone has four more cards, you can counter plus one, get crit plus one. So this card seems like it... I don't think this card matters at all. It uh, seems very uh, limit break. Right. So, and I, uh, let's see what this um, um, other card... Wait. Which I need... Oh, I need any one of these. Oh, it's this guy. Uh huh. Legendary Samurai Aminamaru. Yeah. Right. So this is the this is the pair unit, I suppose. Okay. Uh, this is one of them, but it seems like there's a couple zeros as well. I don't know how. Oh, they're triggers, so you can shove triggers and assault for the effect. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's actually not a bad use of draw triggers. However, uh, this effect is not fantastic for the cost, right? Mm. I guess on a Persona ride, it's plus fifteen k, but. I don't know. So, so original. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, none of this seems especially remarkable. What's the deal? So I think what, at least from my, um, so they printed it in the original set was this card, um, Goddess of Victory, Ana Koyama, Koyama, and basically if it, if you have when attack with Vanguard uh, of your Yoasakura Vanguard does not hit, you can stand it and give it drive minus one. So you see, okay. like, a picture being put together now. So this is an incredibly, incredibly important card to the deck, right? Yeah. 
So now this this card, uh, this Anna girl, if she's in play, you can also play this order, the splits order, that if you have a unit with Anna and its card name, you can choose two of your opponent's units and their power becomes zero. Wow. Okay. That now we're talking. That's so a- yeah. So so we now we have this kind of deck that relies on keeping this card on field. So we've unlocked both a potential strength of the deck and a huge weakness of the deck, right? If you can point at this thing and shoot it, it's less than ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Or if they can't yeah. keep this thing on field. So they also play a lot of cards that kind of like try to recoup this card over and over again. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me see if I... Is it this card? Uh, no, it's a different card. There's another different Faust card. I have the wrong one here. And for people asking, like, well, for people listening on, on your podcast app, what card are they talking about? They're just, they're not saying the full names. It kind of does not matter because... <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one particular Faust card I'm looking for. It might be in the second set. I'll double check. Uh, but basically, it, it's a card that allows them to revive the... Um, sorry, I'm looking for it. Wait, wah. I hate it when you're like you're about to click on something on a web page, and everything and then everything shifts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so this isn't the second set. So it. is it the triple R here that I'm trying to click yeah. on? Yes, this is it. So it says when it's placed on rear, if you have a Vanguard with uh, Asakura or a Wooden Sword, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can kind of also one choose a Shaman with greater less equal to your Vanguard from dropping call to rear. And okay. if we Where's see, where's that girl at again? Anna Karenina. Uh, uh, yeah. A shaman, convenient shaman card that we can call with <laughs> with this Faust person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so this is kind of a really uh, huge boon that the deck got in set two uh, that allows them to kind of, you know, play additional copies of this Ana. Uh, this card by itself is probably not something you want to play four of, and I don't think the list that Top was playing four of it. I think they were playing like two, okay. but they were playing four Ana for sure. Right. Uh. And then the other card is this is the triple R from the first set. Um, when it attacks, it gets 2k until in the battle for each card in your damage zone. So it could be, you know, like 18k beater on green two, which is pretty good uh, if you're at four damage, say. And when it, atta- when it, it is, is attacked, you can soul blast one. And if it, in it in at the end of the battle, it won't retire even if it's hit. So you can kind of trade soul for attacks on this regard. So it's like you can't you, you, attack on this is basically just a soul blast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it just keeps sending us on board. So if they, you know, attack. Now, the we talked about the original Yoasakura and it not being that stellar, mm-hmm. but there is a different one. <laughs> That's interesting that they have something that uh like lets you pay the cost to just not suffer the consequences. Usually mm-hmm. it like resist, for example, or can't be chosen. Right or you know can't be hit until end of battle. Whatever this one is like, oh, I can be hit, but you know nothing happens. So, which is on still with, with still procs on hit effects, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it will not die. So, if you care about keeping the cards on board, and so the deck classically had a problem with just keeping units alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if you played against something that could kill a bunch of stuff, Gravidia, for example. Uh, you were in a rough spot just because you couldn't really keep things around and, you know, you eventually get washed by your video, right? Hmm. Just completely drowned. Um, we saw it with some ability to recur in the new set, and then they also got this new boss unit, uh, Spirit of Sword, Yoasakura. 
that can only be written on the uh, something with Yoas Accord in its name. So you could play like the old one, the ride deck or something, and then ride the new one if you want, or whatever. Just to give yourself more options to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, this one can only be written from a grade three. Yeah, it is a grade three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you have to write it from another grade three, right? Yeah. Who's on first? Yeah. Right. So, and then it has one place, so it gets power plus 1,000, crit plus one. And it has the same effect that or you, you can eat a, a Amitamaru, and but your front row now gets 10k, and okay. they would attack, it battles all of your opponent's units in a column. A column? That's pretty cool. Every single unit you get attacks the column in front, attacks the column and attacks. Some decks will just crumple to that completely. So it gets 10k in a crit, right? And an mm -hmm. additional 10k to your front row. So this is at 20 or 33 in a crit. And then if it does not hit, yeah. You can restand it. And it'll swing in a column again. Right. Probably your opponent's Vanguard again, if I do. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's pretty sweet, actually. That is. Uh, it's uh, definitely a lot of power. Uh, but it does. I guess it does require seeing um, a second version of this one. Or, I'm uh, sorry, the first version of this one. But that's mm -hmm. not any different than most grade 4 decks, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. it it, I don't know if it's as powerful as some of the grade four decks, but it definitely seems like it has something going on for sure. Mm -hmm. So you're basically revolving around putting this thing in back row center and then, and then kind of like recoup, like every time they try to kill it, you just like rebuy it basically. Mm -hmm. So you are stacking a booster. So that's why you kind of get a lot of power, I guess, but your columns are pretty large, yeah. you know, getting up to, you know, 28 just off the um, grade two alone. But uh, I think this card's pretty good, actually. And with the Id the idea that it might restand if it doesn't hit, uh, can force a lot of guard out of your opponent if you can get enough damage early. Yeah, there's that psychological factor of, mm -hmm. you know. Because even the grade two thing, if you just call it early and just battle for, like, 12k, right? Which is not the worst. Your opponent, what your opponent's going to attack it at grade two, and you're just going to, like, soul blast one and be like, okay. <laughs> so it's, like, a pretty effective early beater. But this seems like a seems solid to me. It is. I think there's also that surprise factor of, much like us, nobody reads like, these goddamn cards. Yeah. What the yeah, hell right. is Monster Strike? What is this real? What's yeah, going but on? we're never getting Monster Strike in English. I've played the Monster Strike phone game when it came out in English the first time, or the the yeah. only time I guess, which was in like 2013 or 14. It was a long, long time ago. Oh my God, this is almost a decade ago. That's really funny. Um, so. I guess it Do you know how the phone game works? No. All right, so you get these gods that are, like, vaguely spherical. Like, they're all gods and stuff. Like, the one I had was Zeus. And you just, like, spin them and, like, shoot them around the screen and they hit things. Okay. And the real big thing about Monster Strike is you could play it with your friends. Is that it was like supposed to be, like, the big pull of it. When when you say like spinning around and hit things, is it like a protect the castle type deal or like? A... No, imagine like what's the way to describe this? So imagine like a ping, like a a, a a pinball, but it doesn't have to go particularly anywhere. It's just gonna bounce around and be wherever it is. Yeah, it, it's bizarre. So you just like you basically slingshot this ball around. It hits mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff and then stops somewhere. Okay. And then you just do that again. And you can do that with your friends. For... Yeah, you can play with your friends. And so your friends could be using their god balls and, you know, you could, you know, knock a bunch of shit around. Mm -hmm. And they had special abilities because, of course, they do. 
Um, yeah, and but it was a gotcha game, so you had to okay. roll for your god ball, right, or whatever they were called, or pay for your god. Yeah, or or pay a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And like I, I played Puzzle and Dragons at the time, which is mm-hmm. another like gotcha phone game. I remember you playing yeah. Puzzle and Dragons. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I couldn't really get into Monster Strike. I was like, this game's lame. <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't really play it. Gotcha. Game. And now it's dead, and we're probably never getting it in English. Yeah, it died like pretty quickly. Like I want to say like a year and a half or something like that after it came out in English, and it just died. And so, like, we're no longer supporting this. Begs the question of why it became I a assume, clan. I, Monster I Strike is popular in Japan. Correct. Uh, Monster Strike is still incredibly popular in Japan. I see. Okay. So they they made a Monster Strike. I want to say they might have made a Monster Strike Dominion clone. Who knows? But they they definitely made a pad one. <laughs> There's definitely a Toho Dominion clone, mm. but. Uh, no, Monster Strike is still incredibly, incredibly popular in Japan. So nice. it makes sense for a Japanese company to make a Monster Strike, like, if they want to do, like, a collab. However, um, it doesn't make sense for us at all. But Shaman King is probably the perfect thing that you can kind of push on yeah. to people around here. It's probably got a of... nostalgia factor. Like, the four kids dub came out when my generation, I guess, like, me and Atlas were, like, kids, so... I was too old for it, so that's why I'd never know. I didn't know shit about mm-hmm. Shaman King. But I was yeah, already too like, old. I don't know. But yeah, I, like, the I, first dub would come out when like me and Atlas were kids, so like our mean. generation would have a lot of nostalgia for it. What's the show about anyway? Can you give me like a quick rundown of the show? I never saw it. I just watched Yu-Gi-Oh and Ghosts. Ghosts. Okay. <laughs> all right. So wait. Let, let me let me try to guess here. These people are all um like uh, exorcist type people who have to deal with these ghosts. However, uh, shenanigans occur, and then there's like some evil forces spawning more ghosts or some shit not necessarily Dang. like they partner with their ghost dudes that's why oh that's why the oversoul mechanic is a thing is they're like part is they're like merging their power with the ghosts that they uh, i see so the samurai guy is his ghost yes gotcha i understand now, see, so, now oh just... so everyone has their own pokemon mm-hmm. and they go around fighting other people with their pokemon Yes. Merging with their Pokemon to fight better against the other person with them, who I assume also merges with their Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. All and right. then they use that to watch uh, Yokai out. And, um, <laughs> it was like, and also there was like a tournament or something. I haven't watched Shaman King in decades. There's Look, always, there's always a tournament arc. People always. love yeah. tournament arcs. Yeah. Love them. Honestly, the dark tournament in Yu Yu Hakusho was nuts. That was good mm-hmm. shit. I'm watching. I, I'm rewatching Vanguard G right now. Condolences, uh, as you may have noticed from our from our Twitter the, these past couple of weeks. But our t- our timeline is split between me musing on random old cards and Atlas talking about the anime. Yeah, and I I just freaking hate how much they misplay and like it's different with the whole. Okay, they didn't have this card yet, or they haven't shown this card yet. That's fine, but it's stuff like. Uh, someone guarding with more cards than they need to, and then be like, damn, I'm out of cards on the next turn. And I'm like, guys... They didn't cheat. That's You can't be that oh, stupid. Like, sure you can. It's either that or they go into, like, not the optimal play. Because it's You new. mean the entire Luard? <laughs> yeah. Because it's yeah, new. Or, or just, like, uh, basically everything Shion does 
is like not the optimal play. Well, yeah, because the point of the show is not to make optimal plays; it's to show you new shiny show cards. you new cards. Yeah, but like even when they, when it's old cards, it's still like, yeah, it's okay. Stupid. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I I haven't watched any of the new Vanguard anime. People are like, "Oh, it's really good," and I'm like, "That's great." I just yeah. cannot. The first we, season of Overdress I thought was really really bad. I think so everyone I agrees like, with you that the first season sucked. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm don't need. And like, I don't care how much the second season got better or whatever. I'm done. <laughs> Look, they had a whole season to try to get me on board, and they messed it up. So yeah, that's not my fault. Mm-hmm. How, how many episodes do you give a TV show before you just go? An anime? Uh, tip- yeah, an anime typically three. Yeah, three is the absolute minimum. But usually I'll try to give it at least one core if it's like a longer running show. Yeah. To like make something happen. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, if you can't make something happen in 13 episodes, I'm kind of done. Makes and sense. Oh, yeah, I, I, say, I say make something happen, but I, I, what I really mean is I want you to make me care. Because I, I, will, I am perfectly content to watch anime where nothing happens. Yeah. Like I love Lucky Star. <laughs> and yeah. nothing happens in that show. Correct. It's Admittedly, great. It's very hard to make you care about stuff. Like it's not. It's just like the uh, what am I saying here? Overdress, like particularly, doesn't even care about its own events. So why would true. I care about them? That's true. Yeah. Like you, you just have like things that happen and then are just never talked about again. And you're like, so that, so that never happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's incredibly frustrating. It's like okay, so that was inconsequential. It just feels like it's wasting your time, <laughs> right. right? But uh, but no, I think the uh, Yoasakura deck is um seems pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, it has it lots cool. of ways to maintain advantage in a deck that wants to be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have a fourth attack with a, a large vanguard swing, which is quite nice. You do you're out of a drive, I think, but that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of power to your front row, so. Yeah. yeah. Although you are giving up persona ride by doing the cross ride with this. True, but you can persona ride the next turn. Yeah, you could if you're, if you're still alive. <laughs> could you imagine persona riding with the restand? You're like 43k in a crit twice, and then your front row has plus 20, plus yeah. whatever. That'd be pretty sick. That's one yeah, of that the. Does seem pretty sick. That's one of the tragedies of Vanguard is seeing something that's so cool or like such a neat ability, and they're like, but. The earliest you can feasibly pull this off is like turn five, and you're like, "Yeah, sorry." It's about not that. unheard of for D games to go that long uh, mm-hmm. because if, if people draw, if both players draw reasonably like mediocrely, and people get some triggers on damage, you're probably going to turn five anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've had games go that long. My game against Zorga during Bro went that long because. They just mm. never found the second prison dragon. We played games that went to like eight turns. And we were like, please. <laughs> Someone died. No, but I, I, I mean like even back in like V and mm-hmm. premium games too. Like the, yeah. there are just stuff yeah. that's that seems good or is good, but it's too slow. Uh, yeah. You, you know those ga- You know those games of like any card game where like both players kind of brick? And so the yeah. game is just the slowest, like most grueling game it could possibly be. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> no, right? It's a tragedy. Well, if, so if that's USPS the uh confirm shipping on my trial deck, I might have to do that on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm picking up a youth bird one by the way. If you want it, I'm just taking the sentinel thing out. 
if you want the whole TD, I can just mail it to you. <laughs> I mean, I only bought the trial deck for, like, review purposes uh, whenever yeah. the post office confirms my shipping. Gotcha. Well, I'll just hit Richard up. He's always doing Cater Sanctuary stuff. Anyway. I assume he just has it already. Yeah. In fact, but, I think Nexus at the Nexus Core Twitter is, like, teasing it for their Patreon. Yeah. But also just, like, in general, he's he has, like, 80,000... Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. My TD isn't coming until Monday. I guess I'm just going to do this video with a regular-ass deck. Oof. Um, and then what's the second one? Is this still so the... the other top... So I will say that both of the <laughs> decks that were in top eight of Toronto did lose in their top eight match. Okay. And did not make top four. But I think it's interesting that they were that, that uh, they performed as well, nonetheless. Yes. So the other deck that uh, topped involved this Red individual. Uh, who has an oversoul with this Basson. What's Bas who's Basson? I don't know any of these characters' names. I'm just figuring out as I go. Yeah. Warlord. Uh, okay, well, this guy looks cool, actually. He does yeah. look pretty cool. Oh, so this is the edgy character, I presume. Yes, this is the rival character. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> so this is the character I presume everyone really liked. All right. I like the little like uh, ghost form of his uh, his guy. I think it's pretty cute. <laughs> he looks really angry, but he has like no form and a really tiny head. Mm -hmm. All right, so this one has an oversoul again. Eat a rear guard with the with the with the required name. Retire all of your opponent's front row rear guards, and this unit gets power plus one thousand until end of turn. If you retired one or less, your opponent chooses a card from their hand and discards it. And then an auto on van when this unit's attack hits. Search your deck to one grade three or greater card with tell red in its card name. Reveal it and put it into your hand. So this card can immediately snag, um, you know, its other one. Mm -hmm. So I assume that he also got Super Bushin Tauren. So this card can only be written on a Tauren. So if you had the old one and you hit with it, you get you get this one, mm -hmm. uh, which I assume nobody read. <laughs> <laughs> And then when it's placed on Van, you search your deck for up to one grade three or greater card with Talrandus card name, put it in your hand, so you can even get itself. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh... Actually, do you even play the old one? Who knows? And then Oversoul, you eat a regard, choose your opponent's regards, retire them, and this unit gets plus 10,000 for every five cards in your drop. Hmm. This one seems pretty substantially less good than the other one. At least, yeah. at, a ba at, least at a base reading. Is that agreeable? Yeah, that sounds... I I guess if you can make the game go longer, then mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you can. So make the bat. So the Basson card we saw was when your grade three or greater Tauren is placed on Van. If you have no units with Basson's card name, you can call this card to read. Oh, so you get this Basson unit back for free. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is only an eight K grade one, but it is a free card nonetheless. <laughs> but I wonder what the what the payoff here is. Uh, I'm not familiar with this deck. I like I found some like the Yoasakura deck is one that we've seen before, mm -hmm. so I was not terribly surprised about that one in particular. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not quite sure. All right, they had a ghost horse. I forgot about that. A ghost horse. <laughs> yeah. Calyrex Grimnay ghost horse. When attacks a great theory, get a Vanguard. If you Vanguard with Horo Horo or oh no, this is the rearguard support. Choco Love. That's a great name. Oh, yeah, Chocolate. Who's this person? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, Chocolate. Is this part of the Rivals team? That's so. That's pretty funny. Yes. That's cool. Is it? What is it with making... Uh, sometimes they just make the Rival characters just, just you know, have cooler people. What's up yeah. with that? Yeah. 
Well, in this case, like, I believe his team is a pair of comic relief characters. Hell, no, that's the best kind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, let me go to his list of support cards here. I think that's going to be our... Um... Meal ticket? Here. Yeah, let, let's see here. He so if you have if you have a unit with Tower on his card name, choose a Basson your card name from your soul. Okay, so you can call Basson back out. And it gets power plus 10,000, crit plus 1. And if you okay. rode it this turn, or if you did the oversoul this turn... You choose that opponent's regard and retire it. Okay. So, in that case, so you can retire an extra regard, get the bass on back, and it becomes a 18k crit 2 beater? Mm-hmm. That's not the worst. Looks like it. Then you have this card that was one of the placed on rear. If you have a grade 3 with Tauren, look at top 5, uh, grab a Tauren or Horo Horo. Okay. If you don't reveal counter charge 1, sure. And then this card. And then you get power, but this card seems like it's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. And who's this last individual? So, yeah, oh, this know. card's actually pretty good because it gets a lot of shield. Mm-hmm. Units that get shield are pretty rare, and it's a 15k beater. But this deck seems... It has some yeah. interesting stuff going on, but I think overall it seems weaker to me. Yeah, I'm like trying to look at Japanese lists to see if I can figure out anything with this, but... It seems like they just play a lot of more generic cards. Oh, they have this horse. This horse seems quite good. So <laughs> you know how... So the um, the Grade 3 destroys the entire front row, right? So that means mm-hmm. the horse kind of be, it becomes an 18k beater. I see. Yeah, this is the list I have a lot less ex- a lot less knowledge about. Yeah, let me see. Because we've, we've seen the Asakura uh, one like many times. Drug. Yeah, so I guess they can... Uh, if you blow up their front row, call out the... Um, the Basson, and then you mm-hmm. boost it with this horse, and so you have a 28, 36k horse, or 38k nice. crit 2 Basson. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty good. I for... think that's, I think that's the play. Uh, it it uh, seems kind of one note to me. I'm looking at, like, Japanese lists that have topped, and it seems like they were not playing the horse. Really? Oh. What, what are they doing, then? I have Strange. no, I have no fucking clue. Very cool. Well, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, there are actually is... a lot of fucking cards. Oh, for Tauren? No, just for, like, Shaman King in general. I'm trying to find, like, what I assume is some of the more generic cards. Yeah, I could not tell you what the generic cards are. I know nothing about this series. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, if I remember, I'll, I'll put a link to... Uh, the topping deck profile that Fuzzy Paradox posted under oh sure chart. yeah because um yeah no definitely uh, give, definitely give them a give them a shout out yeah for a, a for the view and b because like we have no idea what we're talking about but we have no I, fucking clue I I only know I've only heard of the one deck I didn't even know that people played the Tower End deck yeah I thought there was only the one out of the set but I guess I, was I also wrong. heard people saying thing about Lyserg. Oh, this one? Yeah. Uh, put a, Morphia gets power plus 1,000, so check for an order, reveal, put it in your hand. Put it into your trigger zone and put the rest at the bottom of your deck. So basically, instead of a regular like drive check, you just look at your top two and choose one for your drive check. Oh, interesting. And then, okay, so you get power for every every uh, trigger unit mm-hmm. with this card. Oh, and you draw a card? Yeah. Kind of reminds me of... Uh, interesting. What is it? Ezel Scissors? No, uh, Platinum Ezel from V. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah do, did we have a deck list for the Tower End that topped in Toronto? There was no deck list. Okay. I was just kind of like, 
I just I was just interested in the uh, in the set because like I was like you know I've I've seen like a couple things here and there like from set one but it's all seemed pretty bad mm-hmm. and so to see it come to see it come after set two was quite surprising. Which uh, leads me to the question: Do you think it's worth it to talk about these kinds of sets? A like to the listener because uh, we've skipped over all of them. Uh, I think. In so my opinion, in my opinion, my humble yeah. opinion, you can agree or disagree. Uh, I'm pretty willing to only talk about these sets when they come relevant, but I, it might be worth just taking a peek at them when they come out. At least not, you know, maybe not doing like a full thing, but at least looking at the uh, the bosses at least just to be mm-hmm. like, what do these cards even do? Because yeah. like I only know what like one record of Ragnarok card does. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't look at me, man. That's. Uh... Yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly one archetype from Record of Ragnarok because I played against it on stream. That was so sick. That game that was, was funny. That, that was... game was an actual disaster. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. That's where you. That's where you couldn't find the second arm the whole time, right? Yeah. That was. I just so kind of won by triggers. Yeah, uh, your opponent uh, must have been upset. <laughs> I, I would have been livid if I was the opponent. That's they not... were pretty cool about it because they just wanted to like do their thing and show off. They they were playing Record of Ragnarok on stream, which is a yes. which is a, an amazing achievement. And you had this SP'd out Basavra, Basav. I, I can't pronounce it. Bob Sagra. Bob Sagra. Yeah. The worst part was like I was considering like perfect guarding the crit when I took the first spear on damage, so I would have drawn it the next turn. Yeah, well, you know, is what it is. What I could have, should have. I always thought you might take it just to not be at ability damage. Because you were at three or four already? Or you were at three, I think? And then I you took the remember. spear again as the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. <laughs> But it's okay. Because you took spear, spear on damage, right? Like two in a row? Yeah. <laughs> that, was... that was so sad. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Do they ever upload those VODs? Uh, I think they're in the process of it. We haven't gotten the standard one yet. Incredible. I feel like um, it was so long ago. It should have been up forever ago, but what do I know? Yeah, they have premium. They have like the premium Swiss. They don't have anything else yet. So it could be there next week. Who knows? Yeah. I want you to check out the that disaster. Match. It's incredibly funny. If, if, <laughs> if, once the vibe goes up, I highly recommend checking out that match. It is something else. I'll, it's yeah. one of those matches where you're just like, please. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me know. I'll put it in the descri- in like the show notes slash description like afterward. If it, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, one more thing I wanted to look at before we sure. Before oh, we you left. can take this off now, right? Yeah, we, we we can take that off and then put this up instead. Um, What's this? So not not that. Uh, Mexico. In Mexico. Mexico's uh, top eight for V premium. Uh, so you had three Royal Paladin, two Gear Chronicle, uh, a Gold, a Shadow, and a Nova Grappler. Okay. Um, you will notice that uh, we, we've been keeping an eye on uh, Gear Chronicle, which has pretty consistently gotten about four of eight top eight spots in a lot of these. Um, and here, uh, it's only two, or you know, it's only two of them. And then going into the top eight or top four, it's none of them. It's Jewel Knights, Revengers, Nova Grappler, and then Alt Milo of all things. I mean, I guess, I guess yeah, they, the Alt uh, Milo is pretty wacky. Everything else I could reasonably see topping, right? Um, huh. But in in a lot of like uh, a, a lot of like people on Twitter were saying that uh, a lot of Mexican players' strategy 
against Deer Chronicle is to make decks that like pop off on turn three. I um, mean, that's a pretty good strat. Yeah. It's just it win is. the die roll, and Raging Form can do that, right? Yeah. I think so. And yeah. so can. If they were playing Ashley Reverse, they could just like force two, mm-hmm. lock three, big numbers that no restrict with a crit. I don't know what Alt Mile does. I couldn't. I don't even remember what V Alt Mile does. So if if you uh, if you have seen my deck profile where my belly is the in the thumbnail, I apologize to everyone who's disgusted by that. But uh, I saw Ariel, the thumbnail. I'll tell you that. What <laughs> I saw the thumbnail. I'll tell you that. You're welcome. Uh, Ariel Alt Mile's effect is like while you have all face down damage. All your grade twos get uh, 10k power, 5k shield, and then if you've got another alt mile in soul, he gets a crit. Um, or all, all, the, all the grade twos get crit. So if you stack that with force twos, everything is hitting for t- you know two, three. Damage. I'm not gonna lie, I legitimately forgot they they gave the G- the GV cards a second wave. Yeah, that was very strange. Um, but that's kind of the strategy of how my premium build works is that you are trying just like punch their lights out before they really can do much. Or and then if they get enough triggers on damage, you just die. Yeah, or or just pressure them right because they're like, I'm at three damage. Everything's hitting for you know three damage. I can't take any of these. Fuck. Oh, uh, like, the ragey approach. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so for those, for those who don't know, back in Limit Break era, you could play Blade Wing Ragey. Who, if you had fifteen or so more cards, or thirteen or fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen, 15. or more cards in soul would get two crit. So you'd swing for three crit, no power every turn. Yeah. So they're and, like, well, I, you know, this is back in limit break. You need four more damage to do stuff. So you just keep yep. whacking him with this thirteen k, or like it was like twenty three k three crit, and they have to like just drop two cards to guard it to not die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what a crappy deck. Yeah, the, the ragey <laughs> approach. So that's what appears to be the uh, strategy of choice. Now, uh, people were hoping that they would hit Steam Maidens on the ban list uh, that came out a few weeks ago, and they didn't. And my theory on that is th- because a Steam Maiden card is the championship also, promo, and I don't think I want to hit Also, the set came out like a month before, and like last time they banned a card a week after it came out, it didn't go very well. I have a, I have a, a probably more plausible theory about Vanguard Manless is that they're all delayed like a month and a half or two months. True. Like they would have been a good ban list like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Yes. And then like they just do it anyway, and then we're at like this now different format, and we're like, hmm. hmm. Oh, oh, they're like, oh shit, that didn't go out yet. Oh man, yeah. we should have done that. Okay, hit send anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just like, fuck it, run it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, so that's, it, that's my more plausible theory for the Vanguard Yeah. Do, do you think I mean, that this I'm perfectly is happy to, like... to say goodbye to like Percival and Kutir regardless. Oh yeah, Kutir, Kutir, shoot that thing, yeah. <laughs> do but, you uh, think this idea of like deck building is going to be enough to keep Steve Maidens in check or do you think they... Mm, it might just require Steam Maiden players to not... So Steam Maiden was a very easy to play deck. You could just kind mm-hmm. of like jam cards on the table. But if people are kind of like actually like fighting specifically Steam Maiden or like going out of their way to like target that deck, the Steam Maiden players are going to have to improve. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the deck is quite powerful still. Uh, it's just we'll take some adjustments from the Steam Maiden players and we'll see where they're at. Yeah. Not like Gear Chronicle has like a lack of cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say this is like a fluke, but just like a deck being strong doesn't mean it's unbeatable, right? Like right. it will lose. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the issue and when you should ban things are when things are kind of warping. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something is warping a metagame, even if it's not like the best deck, but like the entire like metagame revolves around, or even even like the best like thing to be doing necessarily, mm-hmm. if it's like warping an entire metagame around it, it's probably it should be like. Mm. Uh, I mean, Magic has had this happen multiple, multiple times with like Oko, which is like, oh yeah, there are decks that can beat Oko. But, and that wasn't even true to be honest, but like, even if you could, you know, even people who pretended there were, they're like, decks that beat Oko, that's still not a reasonable thing because the entire format now revolves around this card. Yeah. And that card ended up being banned in every format. And of course, like, as a deck becomes very prominent and people like learn the matchup, like, of course, people are going to adapt to it, right? Yeah, even just making different card choices as well, mm-hmm. like where you can. So that there's that like weird line between what is meta warping and what is people improving to adapt to the meta, or it becomes yeah. like a gatekeeper, right? I think in in premium, if you look at decks like uh, the Mystery Flare deck, that deck was like actually toxic, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily like the most consistent or whatever deck. Same. The deck was just like yeah, the deck was just completely uninteractive. And so, like you're you're forced to basically play in a meta game where this exists, and be able to like take you know do something about it, but like just hope and just like it's it just like that's like warping, right? Because you're basically like I need to play something that can kill this thing. However, <laughs> I'm also like hoping it bricks when I see it. Yeah, getting <laughs> getting another turn uh, isn't something you could be like solemn judgment, you know? Yeah, there's no you can't negate that. Where's mm-hmm. my uh? Sprite Red. Sprite <laughs> <laughs> isn't even like the best deck. Right now? Yeah. In video? Yeah, let's say Tears is. Uh Tier Limit? Yeah. Yeah, probably. The deck <laughs> got very vaguely hit by the ban list and mm-hmm. Sprite got more hard hit. But I think they're both still pretty good. Yeah. Uh but like Tears is also getting like new support that's going to make them very powerful. I mean the answer is probably just Mystic Mine, right? <laughs> runic turbo wait runic mystic mine let's go i do think the runic like the runic sprite is also quite interesting yeah nexus at night the udo podcast Been a whoa, while whoa, since whoa, whoa. That. it's also <laughs> funny that, go that far also also funny they're like for you archetypes that are just like, played interchangeably in different decks it's pretty mm-hmm. great and uh and the adventure yeah. begins again. All right. No, adventure uh, is less played now. Yeah, adventure oh, got God, banned. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Tell your friends uh, at Nexus at Night on Twitter, Instagram. Thank you, Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, Gr, for being ten dollars patrons. Uh, Matt's merch, all that stuff is in the description. Uh, where can they find us? Uh, find me on Twitter at Wiggums Two Gs Two Zs. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, my other podcast at Generation Dan on Twitter, Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Uh, I, I'm a stand-up comedian. I do shows all the time. Keep an eye on my Twitter for that. I'm also coming to Cleveland at the end of November, so if you're in the Cleveland area, you know, that's happening. That's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, so, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening, and until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. I'm going to kill you both and have a good night. (laughs) What?